0: Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 23, Messy Travels and the Long Road Home. It's good to be back here after a couple weeks away. I am looking forward to sharing in this Messy Life Mighty Love podcast space again. In today's episode, I share about the messy road trips my family has made and how that messy is a lot like our journeying to our true eternal home. Hope you listen in. My family and I rolled into our driveway at 12.30 a.m. on Thursday morning after 18 hours on the road in one day. Our last few road trips up and down the East Coast, we have decided, since the kids are older, never mind that we are also older, to travel a thousand miles in a day. It sounds insane to say it, and maybe we are. But this is how we roll in our road trips to our native home and back to our current home. I could write a book, and maybe I will, on long car trips, plane trips, and for one Christmas season, long train trips around Europe. Many with little ones, first one, then two, and now three. If we could pick the most memorable trip, would have to be the 24 hours straight on the road in a blizzard. Yes, it was all of these things. My daughter was three months old and had the respiratory infection RSV. And so I interchangeably gave her breathing treatments and freshly pumped bottles of breast milk for most of the trip. My son was a mature two years old, watching baby Neptune, you know, the water scenes of the baby and. Einstein series? It seemed like he watched it a hundred times in a row. At points, our friends ahead of us and ourselves were the only ones on the abandoned interstate, strewn with spun-out cars. I sat in the back seat consoling my little ones and thought I had never needed more of a moment-to-moment dependence on God than during this trip. By his grace, we made it safely eventually to my father's house. It's messy, this traveling, especially with kids, but even without. Whether we're thousands of miles above the ground or speeding, yes, probably so, along the road, we learn how much is out of our control. The whole thing has always reminded me of how I like to say, there is no life without trust. In this case, there's no moving forward. There's no traveling ahead without trust. I can't control a single thing on the road, except possibly somewhat the behavior of my children <laughs> and with my honed backseat driving, the maneuvering of our car. But really, let's be truthful. Those things are suspect can only truly control my emotions as I dwell in my relationship with God and as we go down those miles. And so, for all of us, it is indeed a long road home. Sometimes the beautiful terrain we travel will overwhelm us with glory and we'll forget how long this road truly is. But more often than not, we wilt a bit under the hot sun of mile after mile or we are pulled into anxiety over roiling clouds and possible storms, not to mention others traveling their own way along this same road. Wait, am I talking about actual road trips now or life itself? The truth is we must keep going. We must keep traveling for we are not home yet. Our lives are an unmistakable journey And if we want to travel well, we must learn key principles to see us through. Here are a few of those. First, it is one mile at a time. My beloved husband does most of the driving, and if he's sleepy, I am known to punch him in the arm to wake him up. Recently, I have been able to simply drive for a while, and blessedly, he is able to sleep when I do. For a while before, I couldn't drive highways because of some side effects I was having from my bipolar medicines. It was simply talk him through, feed him through, pray him through a mile at a time until the sleepiness lifted. And if the kids are struggling, well, it is definitely one mile, even one foot at a time. We are on a team. That's the second thing I'd like to share. For both my husband and I, we must always remember we are not against one another, but a team as we travel. Neither are the children against us, though it can seem so. We are truly a team, even more a family, and we all need to work together to make it to our destination. Now that the kids are a little older, they seem to get this inherently, and it still surprises me how good they are, knowing if they're good we'll all get there more quickly and enjoyably. Number three, take time to enjoy the journey. Going 1,000 miles a day is not how we normally travel, but there are times when this is necessary, even traveling in this way. We have been beautifully met with double rainbows, rolling hills of green and glorious cloud configurations that call us to stop and look and behold. In the vast terrain of life and all the traveling we do, there is much more given to enjoy, like good conversation, sunrises or sunsets, starry expanse, and the moving of our hearts to all-out worship. It's the food for our soul. And fourth, we must recognize the hands which hold. We will not make it very far if we're not filled with that essential trust We are given everything we need for a true, well-spent journey, especially hearts to know and spiritual eyes to see how he holds us in every inch of our traveling. When the storms come and we can barely see, there is the space we need to rest a while or the vision necessary to slowly make our way through. In all things, he is holding us, holding this whole wide world and the universe too, We can rest, dwell secure in safety. Life is indeed a journey and our traveling is messy. And yes, the road home is long. We don't know how long we will need to be not home yet. How many years of this messy life? Will Jesus return and open the skies, making way for a new heaven and a new earth? And we cry, yes, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But while we're here we're called to live and walk and drive and snowshoe or whatever you might be doing with purpose though it's messy though he slay us as job says we will trust him and his arms which will hold us one day and forever and yes in it all we cling to the hope the great truth of his promise that he is the light shining through the darkness of our messy traveling, and he will never, ever, ever be overcome. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, or my current series on vulnerability, go to my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A B I G A I L. a-l-l-e-m-a-n.com. There are a a couple of free ebooks for subscribers, which you might find helpful. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I will leave you with the opening verses to one of my favorite psalms, Psalms 91. My father referenced it as he prayed me through one of the darkest times of my mental illness journey. Surely, he who met me through his word, intertwined in my father's prayer, will meet you, friend, wherever you are in this long road home. Reading from the English Standard Version, Psalm 91, verses 1-4. through I hope to catch you next time.